Whether your intention is to build general brand awareness or promote a specific product or service within your umbrella of what your business offers, starting with why will set the course for how you respond to the rest of the W's. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Have you considered that your marketing efforts are, in fact, a form of education? We need our audience to learn about us, what we stand for, and how we can help them solve their problem and continue coming back to us. This starts with education. In last week's episode, which was episode 93, I introduced the idea of using education, engagement, and empowerment as the three E's needed to create a successful marketing strategy. In this episode, I take a deeper look at education and what details to consider when evaluating your tactics ability to educate your audience. I hope you enjoy this encore presentation of a four-part series on marketing to educate, engage, and empower that I released originally last May. And make sure that you go back and download the complimentary worksheets that I developed to help you navigate the three E's. You can find those worksheets on the show notes for this week's episode, or you can access them directly through this link, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash messaging course. In episode 44, I talked about the idea of using education, engage, and empower as checkpoints for evaluating your marketing efforts. I have used these three words as a means of helping me know whether or not I'm doing the right thing as it relates to tactical recommendations and strategy recommendations for my clients for years. So today let's talk about education. How do you educate through your marketing strategies? The education component of your efforts will answer the questions of who, what, where, why, how, and when. These are the basic elements of your communication. Without knowing these elements, you have a bit more homework to do before getting started. So let's break each one of these down a little bit further. Let's start with why, because you know that's a favorite subject of mine. What is the overarching purpose or the why of your marketing? Are you working to build brand awareness for your business as a whole? Or are you targeting a specific service or product that you offer? How you formulate your strategy will differ depending on which you are trying to do. Always start with the end in mind. And if you're a fan of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you'll recognize that as being habit number two. Whether your intention is to build general brand awareness or promote a specific product or service within your umbrella of what your business offers, starting with why will set the course for how you respond to the rest of the W's. What are you promoting? If your intention is to build general brand awareness, it is important to know the basic elements of your story, your audience, the problem you solve for them, and the context of the story, or what is going on at the time that they really are dealing with the problem that you're able to solve. 
and how are you uniquely qualified to solve that problem? The overall message is going to be at a much higher level, meaning that you're creating that baseline awareness that your business exists and is available when they need you. Now, if your intention is to promote a specific product, service, or maybe even an event, you need to be much more specific about the story around that particular service or product. The audience pain point, when they need you, and how you are uniquely qualified to solve their problem. Now, you might think that sounds exactly the same as what I said for general brand awareness. And it is, but it's more detailed. It's more specific. So that overall message is going to be the bigger picture messaging. And when you're talking about the specific product or service, you're going to dig in deeper and start to segment out what each of the what, where, why, when, and how represents for that service. An example to look at to illustrate how to differentiate these would be Budweiser. And for those of you who know me, I don't drink beer. So it's pretty funny that I am using a beer example, but it was one that I felt would be easily recognizable. When Budweiser does a Super Bowl ad, they're not promoting any one beer in their lineup. When they have the Clydesdale horses, what does that have to do with any beer? It doesn't. It has to do with their lineage, with their history. It's telling that bigger overarching story of Budweiser. That's promoting their brand. It's how they make their audience feel and create an affinity for their products. Now, take a step back and when they start to advertise a specific beer, such as Bud Light, everything about that ad or that communication is focused on the segment of their audience who they know are Bud Light drinkers. The story they've developed around Bud Light and the results they want their audience to have after responsibly drinking Bud Light. So you see how those are different? I know for me, having a visual example is helpful. I hope that the Budweiser example is, is universally understood. So who are you trying to reach with this communication that you're working on? This is the definition of your ideal target audience. Or it might be a segment of your ideal target audience. Really focus in on this and understand if your entire audience is going to be attracted to this and will they resonate with your ultimate goal of what you're trying to do? So in my Budweiser example, I just shared how the one intention is speaking to the entire audience who drinks Budweiser products. So that's the Super Bowl ad. However, then when you're speaking to one specific beverage within their audience lineup, that audience becomes much narrower and more segmented. So where? This word, where, could actually mean a couple of different things as you're mapping out your intention of your marketing tactics and your communications. It could mean where will your tactics show up? Is it going to be social media? Is it blogging, podcasting, traditional advertising, influencers? You get the idea. But it could also mean where as it relates to where your audience uses your product or service or generally your brand. It sets the stage for the tactic visually. It helps you start to paint the picture of the story that you're going to be telling through your communication. Moving on to when. Again, this was going to have double meaning. As it relates to the placement of the promotional messages, it means when are you going to run it? Is it evergreen? Meaning the timing the audience sees or hears your message doesn't matter. 
It will mean the same to them today as it does in two weeks. Or is it time sensitive, such as for a sale that ends in five days, so you need to be in front of your audience with enough lead time for them to know they need it, make a decision, and actually purchase. If this is the case, you need to understand the purchasing journey your audience takes before making a purchase. Knowing this will define the time frame your messaging needs to be available for your audience to see. Keeping in mind, people need to see a message several times before making a decision. Very rarely does a person see a message once and immediately decide to buy. Now, the caveat to that is, if you've done a good job with your overall messaging, that building brand awareness approach to messaging, you may very well be able to run a very segmented message or a very targeted message one time and have an audience member take action. And that's because they've benefited from the awareness that you've created through your more general messaging. Hey, it's Amy. Does this episode have you wondering if you know your brand as well as you could? Maybe you're thinking, how can I have more clarity around my business purpose and its mission, vision, and values? Or what drives my brand personality and how does that impact my business? First, I want you to know you are not alone. I see this a lot. It is easy to jump headfirst into developing marketing tactics, thinking you can just figure out the rest as you go. But there comes a time when you need to hit that pause button and get really clear on what your brand stands for and how you make your target audience the central character in your brand story. If you're thinking, this sounds so familiar, then you and I should have a chat about clearly defining your brand and story. Just head over to amyaustinmarketing.com and send me a note. I hope to speak with you soon. The second meaning of when that you want to keep in mind gets at a deeper understanding of your audience. When do they need your brand or service? Knowing this is important in determining how to convey your message. Remember when I interviewed Zach Messler on episode 14, Three Steps to a Killer Message? He talked about understanding the context of how your product or service is used. And when in this equation is part of the context. When do you drink a beer or other Budweiser product? Or going to the example that Zach used in his in the interview, when do you need a nail? Both of these examples need to be peeled back further than just the surface understanding of when. You drink a beer during a round of golf, at a Super Bowl party, or at the end of a long work week. When do you need a nail? Might be when you're doing some sort of home improvement project, hanging a picture on the wall, or attaching a bookcase, maybe building a deck. Understanding when your product or service offers another piece to the story you're telling. How is your product or service used? This is also an important part of the context detail. Think about how in regards to Budweiser. How might the product be delivered? Is it in a bottle, a can, a keg? And it could be how is it purchased? At a liquor store, a grocery store, a bar, a wedding reception? And then going over to that example of the nails, 
how is it used? Is it used with a nail gun or a hammer? Is it put into deck boards or into the wall? You're gaining more context for the story that you're telling. Another way to look at how is how are you sharing this message? Is it video, audio, written word? And what is the tone of the message? Is it serious and somber or light and fun? Defining these aspects of your messaging sets you up for the foundation or a backbone of your story. As you start to engage with your audience, you'll start embellishing this foundation with more details and really set the stage for the message you want your audience to receive. But without this foundation, without the backbone, you don't have anything to build on. You are reaching for ideas and imagery with nothing to back it up and hold it in place. When you are getting ready to create any type of marketing tactic, whether it's a website, an ad, a blog post, a video, or any other means of communicating with your audience, I encourage you to create a chart. In one column, write why, who, what, where, when, and how. In the second column, put in the details about your product and service. And then across the top of that chart, write down what your intention is. Is it the bigger generalized build awareness for our brand? Or is it a more specific strategy, a more specific service, product, or event? And then answer out those questions, thinking about what I've just shared with you. It will make it easier for you to create a compelling story to share and engage with your audience. And in the end, you will empower your audience to take the action that you've guided them toward through your efforts. In future episodes, I'll break down engagement and empowerment into greater detail so you can use these three steps as a guide to creating a more successful strategy. Remember, engagement is about creating a dialogue with your prospective audience, creating a compelling and persuasive reason for them to want to work with you, come to your store, or purchase your product. And it also gives you space to create your own definition of success and what you will measure to validate that definition. And empowerment is the call to action. You are empowering your audience to take action and feel good about the decision that they are making. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.